Good morning. How are you? Radio. Carol Francis on Make Life Happen. This is a glorious day. I am glad that we did not have any terrorist attacks um, yesterday, at least none that I have known. I haven't been listening to the news that closely. That was a very moving day, however, to remember 10 years ago to the very day, waking up, getting ready, and oddly turning on the TV, which we never did in the morning to listen to news. It was really odd to turn it on and there it was from my eyes, a tower going down, airplane flying into it. And I couldn't, I said, oh my goodness, what are we, are we doing some sort of um, an active movie today? I mean, what's going on here? Some sort of, uh, it was just unbelievable, like a fiction. I thought I was watching a television show, James Bond or something like that. It was, it was an amazing uh, moment. And then to stand there watching it, trying to figure out what's going on because it seemed so real and knowing that it couldn't possibly be. And then the next airplane's coming. It was unbelievable. And then to realize that it was all real. And we literally stood frozen, stood frozen in front of the television set. We were frozen. We're frozen. I'm so sorry for those people who have to endure this every day because they know their loved one was there. And I think that we as a country want to endure every day knowing, just knowing that we need to love this country with all of its tremendous flaws, try to make it better. Uh, you know, I'm of the generation where I remember asked not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. We have certainly forgotten that. And uh, doing for our country, it will be better equipped to do for us. Our country is us. If it's not doing well, we are not doing it well. All right. Well, with that little statement going, that wasn't the topic of the day at all, was it? Today. But it's all part of it. See, it's all part of living life and and really paying attention and being in touch and feeling it all, the good, the bad, the ugly, the lovely. What I find is that when we're busy paying attention to the ugly and the bad, we forget all about the good. And when we're trying to lose weight or we're trying to control weight or we're trying to manage our weight, something or other, whatever we're trying to do, we usually do it out of antagonism. And sometimes that antagonism works great. I Like I've said before, it's like that John McEnroe, philosophy when he his game would start to look bad he'd start yelling at everybody including himself until he finally got himself squared away and was back on track to go winning all those matches so as irritating as he could be at particular times he was still quite the individual to um, get himself on track by being negative but the truth of the matter is is that most people don't function that way but we are negative with ourselves oh we're so negative so fat i hate the way i look Oh, I can't wear that outfit anymore. Oh, I have to go to a party. I want to see someone. Oh, I just, what are they going to think about me? Um, just so self-conscious and so into ourselves. Ugh, the narcissism that we exude, but not self-love, self-loathing occupation. We're so occupied by ourselves that the self-loathing occupation becomes a narcissism, a self-centeredness, a preoccupation that's, ooh, we might as well be cutting ourselves, I, I said a bad word, didn't I, because 
people who are cutting themselves, they're they're trying to actually release some of those pain relievers, those endorphins, those opiates that come along with tremendous amount of pain. Uh, kind of works in opposite. But guess what? When we're cruel with ourselves with losing weight, I want you just to think about when you're cruel, when you're cruel with yourself because you don't like something, you're disgusted. There may be times when that disgust will get you mobilized, in which case be disgusted if you need to mobilize yourself to be more healthy. <laughs> However, most of the time we need to do a lot of different things, like laugh. So we're going to laugh today, like exercise. So we're going to exercise today. Like, feel our soul and our spirit. So we're going to do some of that type of meditation work, too. And it's all going to be about being able to help you lose weight, control your weight, manage your weight, not because you're upset with yourself, but because it just feels awesome to be in your rightful body and all those 27 trillion cells of yours want to be right there with you. This is Dr. Carol Francis, and we are about to go into a different state. Here we go. I want you to do. I want you to sit somewhere. You know, you could be sitting in your car if you want to. You could be sitting down in some sort of chair. Just sit. We're just, you know, I really only want you to sit for a few moments because I'm fine if you're walking. But if you're walking, it means you're exercising. But these are for people who are sitting. So I'm going to tell you to sit. See, it's all congruent. So I'm kind of playing with you here. But what I want you to do is I want you to sit. And I want you to make it so that you can stretch your legs out in front of you so that they're really parallel to the ground. They're like... Right along up, and you just stretch those legs, stretch them, get those legs going. Oh, just stretch them now. Raise those arms up above your head. Stretch your left side up high, and stretch your left, right side up high, and stretch it left, and stretch it right, and stretch your left leg, and stretch your right leg. Now stretch your right leg and your right arm, and now stretch your left arm and your right arm. Like, oh, that feels good now. Make it so that your arms are way in front, your belly is against the chair, and your legs are out too, and just stretch those arms forward. Like you're trying to grab something, but someone's holding your midriff back so that you can't get away from it. So you're kind of bent over a little bit. We get bent over with all of our computer stuff. See, I'm actually sitting in front of my computers trying to get this radio show going, but I can do this. Can you hear me in the back squeaking the chair? Now, Take your legs and swing them back and forth. Now, then, these legs haven't even landed on the ground yet, by the way. They're still up there. So swing, swing both of your legs over to your right. Okay, notice that your hands automatically start going to your left. Okay, now reverse the process. Swing them over to the left. And so your hips are like kind of swinging over to the right. And go back and forth and back and forth. Now add your arms. Put them up like a bird as if you're like doing the chicken dance. And go back and forth and back and forth, up and down and back and forth and back and forth. Okay, give a little bit of movement there. Now twist around in a circle. Get that midriff going. Do you know that someone described to me getting a wonderful massage where all of their organs in their midriff, well, by the way, you're still exercising, all of the organs in the middle of their region were actually massaged. So your, your liver, your gallbladder, your stomach, all your spleen, all of them just massage and massage and massage so they can become fluid. After all, they're all about keeping those toxics away from your brain and helping your body wash them out. Now, don't you feel better? That was a few minutes of movement exercise. There's not a single person on this planet that can't do something along those particular lines. It is well worth you doing it. Okay, we're going to move on to something else here. Get prepared. 
Do you know? Do you know? You're beautiful. Do you know that in your soul, no matter how you're taking care of your body or not, no matter what your DNA, no matter how what your age is, no matter what your circumstances are, there is beauty inside of you. And you know what's so amazing is that when you are aware of the beauty that's inside of you, you can begin to exude it on the outside of you. If you feel beautiful on the inside, feel that beauty. If you've done an act of kindness, a random act of kindness, in the last week, I want you to think about that kind thing. I don't care if it's opening up a door for someone or going out and feeding the homeless or if it's or, or if it's you bringing people into your house to give them a place to stay when they're in natural disaster, if it's you doing a whole lifetime of things that are magnanimously kind, I want you to think about one incident, just one incident that made you feel really good. Yeah, that's right. When you do good things, you can also join in that good feeling experience. In fact, that's a gift we have from our makeup as human beings, that when we're giving and loving, a majority of us feel so good. Yeah, I know there are those people who don't. I know those times when you give to people where it doesn't feel good. But I want you to think about those times when you knew you did someone a favor and it made their life easier and better. And you didn't even need the recognition for it because inside your soul it just felt wonderful, just wonderful. Okay, now notice. What I'm doing right now is creating a friendly environment inside of you so that you can have a friendly experience with yourself. You know, they talk about self-love. Self-love is really important. It is related to what I'm saying, but that word's been used so many times, I'm not sure what it's saturated with inside of your mind. So what I'm trying to activate inside of you is that sense of simpatico, the happiness, the warmth, the positiveness, the, the thing of, oh, wow, this is really good. This is really meaningful. This is really awesome. Well, I am giving you an opportunity, hypnotically speaking, although your eyes aren't probably closed, an opportunity to be able to create an environment inside of you where you are feeling friendly towards yourself. That emotion that you're creating right now and remembering the time you did something really positive for someone actually changes the stress hormones inside of your body. And those stress hormones, as I've mentioned before, have an awful lot to do with belly fat, at least that seems to be the area where the body has to protect those wonderful organs in there, and so it protects it by putting belly fat on, at least that's what I've been told in my in my training as a nutritional counselor. So, now's the time to be warm towards yourself and be kind, because you're going to reduce the cortisol that's trapped in your fat, or the need for even having the fat there. You're going to walk the moment in your day, every moment of the day, in feeling really nice, really good, doing good things, putting a smile on your face. Okay, now let's go. Let's go to a little different thing here. Okay, you're gonna be ready. You're gonna be ready. We're gonna go to now a different phase, a little different moment. Okay, now we're going to make you laugh. Now this is very important because this is equally impactful on your ability to lose weight. You need to be able to anchor yourself, that's what hypnotherapists call it, anchor yourself in a moment that you can give yourself at any second of the day. You could call it your attitude check. And in your attitude check, what you want to be able to do is to think about something that is hilarious in your life. It's so hilarious that every time you think about it, all you can do is laugh. I don't care if it's a black and white movie. I don't care if it's just a moment where you're watching an animal do something crazy. Or maybe you go to YouTube and you just watch all these hilarious 
family situations or pet situations where you just laugh and laugh and laugh. One of my favorite YouTubes to laugh at is Johnny Bit Me, or He Bit Me. I'm not sure. Just look at Johnny Bit Me uh, because it is so funny, these two kids, and you will just be touched and you'll laugh, and it is one of the most famous YouTubes on and it's well worth you capturing the two minutes to watch it. It'll change your disposition. And when you change your disposition and you're laughing, and really the warmth of what we had in a moment ago, but you're laughing, really laughing, and that's where you are moving yourself. That's where you transport yourself into, and you're really laughing. So think now, right now, you need to get that one incident that no matter what, you're doing the moment you think about it, you just want to start laughing. In fact, you even do if you can, and if you don't, your whole body is laughing as well. Okay, do you have that moment? Something is just rip-roaring laughter. I don't care if you're really depressed right now. I don't care if you're really angry. I don't care if you're just really disgusted and antagonistic or just filled with pessimism or fury. I'm sorry. You just have to take this moment. That That's the discipline of listening to this. Take this moment and remember the thing that makes you laugh. Okay, now that's your thing. That is your thing. You want to have that moment. Now, right now, just flesh it out. See the colors, see the people, see the animals, see the situation, see nature. Remember how it felt to be you in the moment and just enjoy. Just really, 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 really enjoy. Okay. Now, that's the second of hypnotic type processes that you can do when you're wide awake. Wide awake and feeling great. Because why? Because you've changed your mind focus from self-loathing or being too self-conscious as if you believe that other people are loathing you into radiating inside of yourself. You know what I've come to realize is that, yes, I know in our society we really prefer um, bodies that are trim and tight and lean. I, I get that. We've been culturated to do that. In addition, I also understand that health is one of the ways you can really be happy, although I know some incredibly physically fit individuals, and I would not call them happy. They're intense and they're fit, but they're almost militant about it all. So they have no joy in their body being so magnificent. If you can add joy to it, so what happens is if you are in a state of joy, you're happy, you will radiate and you will watch other people bounce off of you because everybody would prefer to radiate a sense of peace, Bliss, happiness, and joy. And when you can capture a moment of that by looking at someone else that's in that state, it breathes it inside yourself. So just imagine if you capture that moment inside of you. So remember, tucked on your mental bookcase is always the ability to push a button. Remember these good things, the things you've done that have helped people, the things that make you laugh. That's going to be awesome. But here's the third thing. You ready? Do you remember an Eat, Pray, Love the movie? Not everybody likes the movie. I read the book several times, loved the book. Then the movie came out. I really enjoyed the movie. My favorite part is when he said in, in Bali, meditate by smiling at your liver. <sighs> meditate by smiling at your liver. And I would like to expand that. Meditate and smile at your entire body, all 27 trillion cells, and just smile at all of them. Just be so appreciative. Even if 7 trillion of those cells are not working right, 20 of them are working right. And the 7 trillion, they need your assistance. And one way to assist them is to feel good, blissful, laugh, 
and now smile. So smile into your liver while you meditate. And this very moment, close your eyes and smile into your body. Smile into every cell. Feel the tingle in every portion that you can possibly imagine. Feel the tingle in your brain, your face, your skin. Feel the tingle in your heart, your lungs. Feel the tingle in, in your muscles. Feel the tingle on the, in, in the layers of fat that are protecting your organs. Feel your tingle in the organs and your, your, the, the, your whole core system. And now let's capture la- laughing smiling into the marrow of your bone where you produce blood, where an immune system, your blood is produced in your bones. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. The very strength and structure from muscles and bones. And here's bones saying, I'm going to give you these blood cells. Smile into that marrow of your bone, way down in the core of that, and just give it that luscious, luscious capacity to, to feel good, to feel honored, to feel appreciated, to just feel like in positive rapport. That's that's the way it goes. You know, here's another thing. How'd you start your morning? Did you start your morning worried about not being on time? Did you joke with the people that you were trying to rush? Were you angry and persnickety? What, what were you this this particular morning? Well, um, you know what? You might as well just smile your way through it because it will go a whole lot faster and a whole lot better for you. One morning, about 50,000 things went wrong in my day, and I just said, well, you know, these things are here and they're happening, and I could feel frustrated about them, some in my control, some not in my control, some of them because I was absolutely uh, clumsy, other things happening just because other people were doing what they were doing. You know, I might as well laugh into it, really, seriously. Is there anything that big to have to yell and scream and get angry and hateful? Really? Is there? Yeah, there are some things, but not your loved ones who are just trying to get through their day as well. Starting the morning without having all that going on. So here's something that we do in my family. When we feel like yelling and getting angry, we just we look at each other, we look at the other person. We all have permission to do it. It doesn't matter about the age, doesn't matter about the position of authority. If someone's just getting all angry and bent out of shape over something, even if it seems justifiable, they have to yell a name. We've chosen someone's name. I'm not going to say it on there. It's someone who is a producer of a, of a famous comedy show, and we know the name. And so we just yell it out, and it makes us all laugh because it's absolutely ridiculous to be yelling out someone's name like that. We know we get the anger out. We yell it. We get really intense. We're just yelling it over and over and over again. They begin to yell it together with you, and everybody's in this chorus of it, and then finally just break down laughing because you know what? It really was ridiculous, whatever we were angry about. The most important thing is if something went wrong, you got to figure out how to fix it. Go to solution. Go right to solution. Forget the anger and the blame. It is just such a waste of time. It doesn't do anything. It produces the cortisol and aggravates it and gets you all stressed out, gets those adrenalines. Adrenaline is just too effortly pushed in there, and by the time you're in menopause, you just don't want to waste more energy on your adrenaline system. So just laugh. Just be cheery. Okay, now, that is the third thing. See, so you think about something you did really positive for someone. That's, and remember that. That's your anchor. Secondly, think of something that always makes you laugh. And then thirdly, smile into yourself. Smile into Be friendly. Smile. Meditate by smiling into your body. Even if you are way overweight, I know your 
organs don't want to be overweight, and they would like to be appreciated. And your heart wants to be appreciated, and your cardiovascular system wants to be appreciated, and your skin and everything just wants to be appreciated. And, in fact, that attitude of appreciation is number four, because if you appreciate your body and you really feel that sense of, you know, look, how nice of you to take good care of me. Even when I'm rushed, can't get enough sleep, don't eat the right food, um, getting all caught up in stress, and, and even when I'm doing all of that, body, somehow you fundamentally function. Because if you weren't functioning, I'd be dead. So thank you. Thank you, body, for functioning. And I'm sorry that I make it harder for you to function. I'm sorry that I ate that junk I didn't need to eat. The only thing that I gratified was my mouth. I'm so sorry that that's what came down. I'm getting a, a message here. I'm going to get to that later. I, I'm sorry about that. You just want to be apologetic, like a good friend, like you really did someone a bad turn. Next time you go to a plate of food, order some food in a restaurant, there's a party and there's millions of pieces of cake and cookies and candies and ice cream or whatever is your thing, just remember your body and love it in the moment by giving it what it really wants and needs. You know that mouth of yours right there? Yep, that mouth. We need it, right? It's really helpful. It's like let's walk up. It's the gatekeeper. Yes, the gatekeeper. The mouth is such a small part of your body. It's supposed to have cravings. Those cravings can often help us know what it is we need. And we get those cravings out of whack. We generally long for those things we don't need. Our body would not want us to eat. So just now, for the first thing, think about your mouth. Just say thanks, mouth. Thanks for the pleasure. Mm-mm, I love those pleasures. Um, sorry, but I'm probably going to have to say no to you more often because you're just kind of steering the rest of this boat the wrong way. And if we keep steering it in this direction, we're going to crash on those rocks over there. See those rocks? Okay, now I have to be captain of the ship. I don't want this, this ship to crash. So mouth, yeah, sometimes it's time to eat. Eat whatever we want. Most of the time, it's time to eat what our body longs for and needs in order to be healthy and strong and happy and vibrant and energetic. And that's a great relationship with your mouth. Okay, that we've done a little bit of hypnosis now. We've done what's called reframing in terms of your attitude toward yourself and your body. And we, we've really tried to create an attitude change because attitude has everything to do with helping you be able to think, think, think and feel how neat it would be to eat the right foods. Okay, Nate, guess what? We, we need to do a little more exercise here. Here we go. For 30 seconds, we are going to move our bodies. You're going to stand up. Here we go. I'm going to turn the music up louder. Here we go. Separately, 
If you exercise while you're in the elevator, if you exercise walking up and down the stairs, if you exercise getting up out of your chair like we just did for those 30 seconds, if you exercise by just stretching, and if you go exercise and you actually do real walking or real weights or real running, what, what a, that's great. The thing is, is that every moment you want to think as a moment potentially for you to move your body. And your body was meant for movement. Those muscles want to move. They love it. It's their thing. The bones feel so much better when they get all that lubrication moving. And your organs, they were meant to be kind of squished and unsquished and squished and unsquished. They were, they were meant to be moved along with. So, you know, we're going to do another 30 seconds. You ready? This time I'm not going to kill our ears. Here we go. Ready? I want you standing. I want you standing. We're going to do a little bit of leg up, leg down, leg up, leg up. Okay. Take your right leg. Move it off to the side. Psychologist, without violating my training, please move the body. And here, let me show you how. You'll see that was tool number six for the day. I'm going to move right into spirituality, though. We've actually touched on spirituality, your attitude towards your body, the gratitude, and things of that sort. But I want to, for a moment, have you close your eyes. Yeah, this is the close your eyes time. You ready? Would you close your eyes? See if I can get some good music on here for you that you'll be able to hear from a distance. And, uh, oh, my goodness, trying to do that. See, this is not very relaxing to you, is it? <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm going to put this on in the background. There we go. Now, and you'll just close your eyes. Oh, you already did that, didn't you? you got to laugh. Close your eyes. And in the process of keeping them closed, I want you to close them even more. <laughs> I know. That's funny, doesn't it? Your eyes are closing and closing even more. But you know what I mean. Just make those eyes just heavy and relaxed. And yeah, you, know, you can close them by getting all scrunched up and your eyes all scrunched up. But you know, you probably can just close your eyes by letting your lids get heavier and heavier and heavier. And, and that's the way you do it. Okay, now that your eyes are closed, see, it took a long time, huh? Nah. But I want you to really enjoy the restfulness, the blissfulness of having your eyes closed. Okay, well, I'm going to assume that. You're ready and your body's a little bit lighter, a little bit more relaxed, just for the mere act of cutting out the sensations of, of sight and those sorts of things. Now, take a deep breath in, a really deep breath in. And just let it naturally flow out. Now, this next time, I'm not going to do it with you because I'm going to talk you through it. You can take a deep breath in. Take a very, very deep breath in. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now hold it. Just hold it on the top of taking it in. And now let it flow out. Flow it out and flow it out. And then just hold it as your, as your lungs are empty. And really try to empty them. Then bring it in. Bring it in. Let it just come and soak in you. Feel the cleanliness of the air. And now hold it for just a little bit and let it flow out. And as it flows out, just think of carbon dioxide there. Carbon dioxide that's making you cleansed. 
detoxification system, our lungs, a wonderful connection to it. Do you know that the word inspiration, keep breathing slowly and fully as I talk, the inspiration, taking the air in, inspiration. Think about that word inspiration. As you know, part of spirituality, I, I, I'm not going to adopt any one position or dogma uh, on the air or or it, it, as much as I possibly can avoid doing it. I, of course, have very strong opinions on my own, of my own, based on my own experiences and my own upbringing, maybe, and probably my own culture too. I don't want to impose any of that on you. What I want you to do is find your own, your own space. And part of that space, that spiritual space, is being able to create inspiration. When you are inspired, when you are inspired, Inspire the air and blow it out. Then, then, then you're ready to inspire others. And it's kind of that part of it. Just think of in, breathing in again and inspiring yourself. We talked about laughing and smiling and doing helpful things for other people, taking care of all of the cells in your body and gratitude and exercise. We talked about all of those sorts of things. Those are all inspiring moments. And all of those things can be done in just a matter of seconds. So they're inspiring, and you want to be inspired. That's what spirituality does to me. It inspires me. It means a great deal to me. Now, I want you to think about your your sense of divinity. Do you believe the divine is around you all the time? Do you believe that you have guardians or angels or assistants? Do you believe that the that life is much greater and grander and more meaningful. And I want you to think for a moment that if you were to live life conscious on that level, every pragmatic thing you had to do, from brushing your teeth to paying taxes, getting up and going to work, washing the dishes, to listening to this, have every moment in your life just had this kind of broad, grand feel to it, that it was important. And just think of how deeply that would impact you and your ability to do and be inspired and now bring it into your body. Okay, let's bring it into your food. Let's bring it into your appetite. Let's bring it into feeling what you feel when you're down on yourself and you want to lose weight. Now, I want you to take your divinity, your community, um, your, your source, your, collect, your, your connection, and I want you to take your spiritual connection, and I want you to talk to it right now. And I first want you to say, help me the way I would help 